Alright, podcast listeners, welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I am your host, Rafael Majeshevsky, and this is a special edition because I have a presentation. So for all you listening, you should head to my YouTube page and check out the video version of this, but if you're already driving, doing the dishes, chores, or whatever, how the hell you listen to my podcast... Just continue on. You're just going to miss out on all the funny gifts and memes that I have in this presentation. So I brought this presentation out uh, for my gym to kind of get the 101 on nutrition. And it's always the same questions I get over and over and over and over again from clients, new clients, people I meet. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it all together into a presentation. So without further ado, we are going to hit this up. So I'm going to try to keep this under 15 minutes. But before I forget, I got to do some shout outs. Again, I am terrible at this, remembering cities, but I remember all the states that's listening to my show. So the number one state that is listening to my show right now is Connecticut. Shout out to everybody in Connecticut listening to my show. Number two is the state of Georgia. Shout out to everyone in Georgia listening to my show. That's super cool. And number three, the state of Virginia. Shout out to everyone in Virginia. I am so humbled to have people from all over the world and also to states that I've never been in and only heard of from TV series and stuff like that. So it's super cool. If I'm ever out your way, listeners from those three states, you better give me some recommendations of where to go, what to see, and what to do. All right. So... Without messing this up, because I haven't done this in a while, um, hang on. All right, I just wanted to make sure my microphone was working on this presentation keynote thing. I thought I had myself muted, but I'll say I did not. But habit-based nutrition, this is what we're going to start with. Yes, it works. Okay. So what is habit-based nutrition? So when I kind of explain what habit-based nutrition is, it should be an automatic response in your life. Just like you brushing your teeth every single day, it should just happen. Like you don't wake up and think about, oh, I need to brush my teeth. It just, just happens because as a kid, you, you know, woke up and your parents always told you, you got to go brush your teeth before you start your day. And over and over and over again, it just was ingrained to you. So I always make this joke, like, imagine how great your life would be if you didn't have to worry about your macros, your calories, how much fat you're taking in, and you could, you know, have time to focus on other stuff in your life that's actually important. Because the big thing that... Um, I see with clients is that the last thing they want to do is worry about something else. They want to focus on, you know, their jobs, their careers, their family, their spouses, their hobbies, their projects at home. The last thing they want to do is remember to track their fucking food in MyFitnessPal or whatever calorie counting thing you have and weigh their food and blah, 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 blah. But... But if it comes to 
serious clients that are looking for serious change, those are the kind of measures you need to take. And honestly, this is kind of, this is the best way to explain it. Habit-based nutrition probably works 99% of the time for every person I've ever seen. I have yet to be approached by a client where I give them strict restrictions of macronutrient breakdown and calories to follow and actually see success. I've never seen it happen at all for general population. For the handful of bikini competitors I've trained in the past, those people have a little bit more skin in the game because they're going on stage to look a certain way. That was the only time when those things worked. For the general population, time and time and time again, they fail miserably at doing such tedious tasks like macro counting and calorie counting. You know, there's nothing wrong by doing it, but you have to ask yourself, can you do it for a long period of time without wanting to shoot your face off? Right? So really think to yourself if you're someone that wants to get their diet in check and they you think that that's the you know answer really do a self evaluation and that's kind of how i start with habit based nutrition too because a lot of people think automatically think that they are doing pretty well in the nutrition department but i made a whole solo episode about this about how people always say, you know, I eat pretty good, meaning I don't know what I'm doing, meaning I have, sorry, meaning I have, you know, no clue or self-awareness of what I'm actually consuming. So with any approach to nutrition, always self-evaluate. Number one should be like, I am not happy with how my body looks aesthetically, so I need to change my diet. That's number one. When people decide to change their eating, they already think they eat pretty good. Like this this blows, it's like people who have credit card debt and they're like, you know what? I have a pretty good grasp on money. No, you don't. Like just, just assume you know nothing. It makes it so much easier. So after the self you know, evaluation, you need to focus on the fundamentals. And I think I'm going to go kind of back and forth between this whole idea of macros and habit-based nutrition. So starting with the basics that every person needs. You know, most people think they're, it's stupid, they're way too advanced to do the basics. But if you look at anything in this world that people excel at at a very high rate, every single one of them have mastered the basics. You don't see a professional basketball player when they started their career, they weren't doing crazy trick shots right off the bat. They literally stayed on the court and practiced their shots over and over and over and over again. So then when they get into the NBA, all those things become automatic. And then when it comes to winning games, that's where they push themselves out of those basics because they have that foundation and they can do brilliant things with their body and that ball into the net. Like, 
if you look at any profession out there, look at the UFC. You basically have to be a master in almost every fighting style. Do you really think all these UFC guys, when they first started their career, you know, signed up to start jiu-jitsu and their master or their trainer decided to put them in the hardest group with all the black belts? No. They started with the basics. No matter where you're at, you're always a student. Remember that. Whew, I can go on rants forever. So the first thing you need to do right now for almost every single person out here is eat more protein. I cannot like stress this enough. When I I actually just had a conversation with uh, a person that's frustrated that their weight loss is kind of stalled, and I was like, okay, well, tell me about like your typical like eating, and she started telling me everything that she ate, and I was like, wow, you don't eat any protein at all, and again. People can be vegetarian and vegan, whatever it is, but it makes it that much harder to consume enough protein. And, you know, when I did this presentation, I wanted to put together um, a bunch of different um, studies together. And this one that I have up right now shows the effects of, you know, higher protein diets on thermogenesis, meaning your body burning more calories so when you increase your protein intake you end up burning more than you eat compared to carbs and fat so a good example of this is like if you you know had your dinner and you still kind of feel you know kind of peckish you could probably eat a little bit more and you end up eating a whole bag of chips and you feel like you can still eat a little bit more like look at say, Miss Vicks Salt and Vinegar. That's my favorite chip brand. Um, if you look, I think, at the nutrition facts, I think per 14 chips, it's like 260 calories and like something like 39 grams of carbs. That's a shit ton for only 14 chips, and they're not that big, right? And then you eat the entire bag, so you probably consume close to 1,000 calories and probably close to, I don't know, say... 100 grams of carbs and for some reason you're still hungry like that's messed up like no wonder people have tough times you know losing weight when they're eating primarily carbs and fats so with protein your body's going to end up burning more calories which you want to be in a calorie deficit in order to see progress but then on top of that you might be thinking hang on if i'm burning more calories i'm going to be more hungry but Protein has been researched and reviewed over and over and over again when it comes to hunger hormones. So you have a hunger hormone called ghrelin that triggers that hunger response. When you eat high amounts of protein, it settles that thing down. So now you're kind of tricking your body in like burning more calories and telling it that it's full. So if you think about it that way, um, it's a win-win. You're eating less eating more protein, your body can repair, and you're already on the entire like route of success. And then I've brought up another um, study where they showed the um, 
effects of high protein diets on more hormonal responses of keeping them kind of in line, keeping them happy. And like, that's the thing, like when our hormones are out of whack, our bodies fucking hate us, like absolutely hate us. The idea behind healthy eating and habit-based nutrition is to keep all of our hunger hormones and just hormones in general running smoothly, right? So if you ever stay up late, the next day you'll notice that you're a lot hungrier than usual. You just want to eat all the time. You combine that a late night with drinking like crazy, that also fucks up your whole hormonal response, and you want to eat more in the morning. That's why people want to eat hangover foods. Like, think about it. It's not rocket science. After protein, I am a huge advocate of eating vegetables. And, like, a lot of them. Like, just eat a shit ton of vegetables as much as possible. I can't stress this enough. Your grandmother, your mother, everyone has been saying to eat a lot of vegetables. (sighs) Here's the other thing with vegetables. They are low in calories. If you look at like a bag of baby carrots, I think it's something stupid like, you know, 21 of those things are like 60 calories. And that's a lot of food if you like lay down 21 of those. So imagine you eating your protein that's allowing you to burn more calories based on thermogenesis and it's making you feel full. And then you're eating your vegetables, like a shit ton of them, that are you know, dense in nature, but low in calories, you're going to end up being full faster and you're going to prevent yourself from overeating while keeping your calories low. Like think about how much volume of those carrots are going to fill up your stomach, triggering that hormonal response that your body goes, oh, you have enough food in your stomach, you can stop eating. So now we're eating low-calorie foods that are allowing you to burn more fat, make you feel full, and good to go for your next meal. Like, stacking these two by themselves are huge. Huge. And it's not like rocket science. It's like, eat protein and vegetables. Boom. Done. (laughs) The next one. Sleep. I can't stress this enough. Sleep is so important to your body. The idea that whoever started that, you know, it's cool to brag about how many, you know, few hours of sleep you got is just idiotic. And funny enough, I had this conversation a couple days ago with another person that's frustrated again with their weight loss. And, you know, Spoke about the diet, whatever, and I'm like, okay, well, how's your stress level? Super high. How's your sleep? Terrible. Four hours a night on average, and it's broken up. I'm like, holy fuck. Sleep has so much to do with recovery. And I brought up another um, study where they shows that when you have insufficient sleep, your diet that you're on that's trying to lose fat, adipose tissue, decreases dramatically, right? So you could be doing everything right from the diet standpoint, 
But if your sleep is the shit, it ain't gonna matter at all. You know, sleep is more valuable than you think, right? And then in the same study, they uh, brought two groups together where one group had 8.5 hours of sleep versus 5.5 hours of sleep. The group that slept more ended up losing 60% more fat than the other group, right? And you can't deny science in these situations. Like, it all comes together in full circle. You eat right, you sleep right, you get the body that you want. It's not rocket science. After these three things are done so well that it's become automatic, like brushing your teeth that I mentioned earlier, that's where I tell people start worrying about your carbs, your fats, and supplements, right? Like people that don't master these three things are the same people that ask me, so how many grams of sugar should I be taking in? I'm like, you don't sleep more than four hours why are you worrying about how much sugar you're taking in? You know, like, and then people are like, are those the same people that are asking me like, oh, I can't eat past six o'clock. I'm like, why? Because I'll get fat. Like, d- based on what? Like, some posts you saw on Instagram? Like, no, stop worrying about all the minutia and start worrying about the basics. Get really good at the basics, you know? And then start worrying about carbs, fats, and supplements. <sighs> Man, I'm going all over the place. So when I had to get into now specifics of those three things, and then you ask yourself, you know, how many protein, carbs, and fats, this is where I introduce them to the precision nutrition model of like hand portions. So if you think about it, if you look at your hand, it works really, really well because based on your body structure, everyone has different sized hands. So if you were a bigger person, you have a bigger hand, meaning you eat more. If you're a smaller person, you have smaller hands, so you eat less. Makes it really specific. So if you look at the photo I put up on this presentation, a palm sized portion is your protein. A fist is a serving of vegetables, a little like cupping motion of your hand is for carbs, and one thumbful is for your fat. Now, how does this look on a plate? So I have the next little slide where all those portions are shown, and for men, you double it up, and for women, you have um, just what I just uh, spoke on. So if you look at a average palm, and this is for women, if you have protein, that's anywhere from 20 to 30 grams. For men, that's anywhere from 40 to 60 grams if you have two, right? And then same idea here, when you get into the carbs, for women, again, it's 20 to 30 grams. For men, 40 to 60 grams. And then when you look at the thumb portion for fat, for women, it's about you know, seven to 12 grams of fat. And for men, it's 15 to 25 grams of fat. And the coolest thing here that they mention on this PN infographic is this is based on men and women eating three to four meals a day. 
and that would bring you anywhere from, so for women, 1,200 to 1,500 calories per day, and then for men, 2,300 to 3,000 calories per day. Now, when you look at those numbers and those meals, that is generically around the same calories you would get from one of those you know automatic calorie counter things that you go online. So if you know that now you are getting enough protein, enough carbs, enough fats, now you have a balanced diet, you're regulating all your hormones, you don't have to worry about how many calories you're eating, you're around that number that most people are trying to achieve, things are starting to put it together. Like it's going to come together. And now with that information, how do you create this into a habit? So this is an example of how I train my online clients when it comes to um, nutrition. So if you look at this uh, little basic Google sheet that I've come up with, it's literally on one section and column is um, your habit. So in this case, I put down protein at each meal, veggies at each meal, and get at least eight hours of sleep. And then on the across the board, you have Monday through Sunday, and all you have to write down is yes or no, or a simple check mark or an X. I tell people, print this out, put it on your fucking door, and when you come home, when you leave or whatever, you circle yes or no, or check it off or X, and then you can see your progression. Because a lot of times when people do um, habit-based nutrition, they feel like they're not progressing as fast as they like to, but if you have something where you're tracking and you can see it, the more yeses or the more check marks makes you feel like you're going the right direction, right? Or you see one week, you're like, holy shit, I only had protein at two, um, on two days out of the entire week like i gotta get my shit together for next week and it gives you more accountability and more motivation and planning and everything like again this comes all full circle like it comes together so that being said when it comes to calories macros detox teas cleanses and all that bullshit don't get sucked into that crap on instagram and facebook like Again, (laughs) when people tell me that they're getting advice from a 21-year-old Instagram influencer on detox teas to fix your liver, just run away. Run, run away. You're wasting your time. Don't let the marketing that you see take you off your path to success. Being successful at this is hard work. If it wasn't difficult, then everyone would not be overweight or unhappy with their bodies. So be sure to trust the process, master the basics, and guaranteed you'll see success. That's it for me, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the presentation. You guys are amazing. I love you guys. Hit the show notes, add me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram so you can see all the videos that I post together. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Give me five-star reviews, and that's it for me.